0: rahmatullahi warahmatullahi Welcome to the weekly Thursday morning edition of the Household Express, a program dedicated to all your home- homemaking needs. I am Sister Amara, and co-hosting the program with me is Chef Sakya Takari, and we're delighted to be in your company up to 11 a.m. this morning. alaikum, Zakia. How are you keeping? Wa
1: alaikum. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. How
0: are you, Alhamdulillah. Well, I hope you're keeping cool. <laughs> We
1: we try, we all try and the heat is scorching by Alhamdulillah. Not as bad as previous waves that we've been here or that we've had over the November,
0: December period. Mm-hmm. Uh, alhamdulillah, much cooler but still very hot. Very hot. It scorches outside so early in the morning already, yes. So I hope all your listeners are having a lovely day and keeping cool and hydrated as well during this heat wave. And you can actually certainly look forward to a lovely program this morning, the 27th of Rajab already, the 8th of February. We're basically a month away from the blessed month of Ramadan, inshallah. I mean. well, first up, an interview with Sister Manoora Muhammad Pamji. And our topic is on Ramadan foods tailored for children living away from home. You know, many of us have uh, um, young adults who just started varsity, probably in the second, third year, first year varsity, and they've got accepted elsewhere, not away from home. So I think mums are busy preparing all the Ramadan foods for them, and we're going to talk about that. And in the cooking segment, again, what can we look forward to today?
1: So today we're going to be continuing our conversation about savouries. We're going to be touching on he- on your yeast doughs, which are perfect for this time. Um, and then we're also going to be talking about the different things that can be made with um, your moon dough. And then, obviously, we'll just continue on all the different other options and what's trending
0: and answer all the cooking and baking questions. Mm, yes. Yes, listeners, this, this. and you can look forward to a recipe coming up later in the program. It's a chicken kebab with creamy garlic sauce and garlic naans. This recipe is courtesy of our guest that's online, Sister Manowara Muhammad Tamji. And our interactive question is, share with us the different types of savouries you make with yeast dough. We also welcome your cooking. Baking Questions or Concerns, 072786-1548. Okay, our distinguished guest today requires no introduction, having asserted her influence in the online realm with a plethora of remarkable recipes, culinary inspirations, and menu plans. Today we uh, we are delighted to have our guest, Sister Manowara, Walmart Pamji join us to discuss Ramadan, food tailored for children living away from home, exploring ways to simplify their lives and express our affection through shared culinary experiences. Assalamu alaikum, Sister Manoara. How are you? alaykum as salam <laughs> wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Okay, Alhamdulillah, and how are all of you? Alhamdulillah, we are well, Auntie Manoara. And tell us, are you from PE or Cape Town? I always get confused there. I'm from Port Elizabeth, originally
2: from Pau mm-hmm. in the Western Cape. But we moved to Port Elizabeth when I was
0: very young, about eight years old. Okay. And so tell, me, mine are. tell me, I know P.E. is a windy city, tell me, is it as hot as Joburg right now?
2: At the moment, um, okay, today is a bit cool, yesterday is cool, but we've had Joburg weather for the
0: past two weeks. Mm. It's excruciating, hot, hot, sweltering weather. Okay. I want you to keep cool and keep hydrated. Okay. Jeez. Okay, uh, Auntie Minora, With everyone in forum, but perhaps this year we have to ask you: What are some of the items that you are making and freezing to help uh, you make your month easier?
2: Okay, now um, there's so many things that I make. Is I've got you know I've got um, kids with all different types of face buds and everything that we actually make at home. It's things that you get everywhere. So I don't make anything really special. My kids are quite spoiled for choice. And um, it makes it very difficult and challenging to cook. But um, it makes it also difficult for me being a very fast and eater. But anyway, I make everything myself. And um, in the past, when Marhum, my home my Hubby was still alive, all the freezers would be filled with so many different savories. But since he passed away, we cut down a lot of savories. We rather do more meals now, not heavy curries, like all fries, light meals fries. So in my freezer, you will find um, chicken samosas, masala steak and pepper steak pies, potato samosas, cheese and corn samosas, peri peri and salty chicken pies, um, steak and chicken croissants. Chicken surprise rolls, um, chicken and steak, mini studs. Chicken spring rolls, steak and chicken half moons, jalapeno, samusas, um mini pizza bases, farmhouse, calzones, potato cutlets, aloo paratas, munch um, puri, and then I'll make uh, pateria, potato cutlets, pandela,
0: um, okay, those are things that I will do now, fresh. Okay, yes, alhamdulillah. So a large variety, and I must add to that, Auntie Monawara. that I think, you know, you know what, when you lose your spouse, everything changes, you know, the way you eat, exactly. the way you sleep, the way you think, you know, everything around you changes, even the way you cook, you know, your your menu yeah. planning, everything changes around you. But it's all a test Allah, and Allah that's preparing us for Jannah to be reunited with our loved ones mm-hmm. in Jannah soon. I mean. Now, um... And Taminora, what challenges do children face when observing Ramadan away from their families, and how can thoughtful food choices make a positive impact? Okay, this is such a good question. At the moment, I have a
2: daughter and son-in-law who is currently living in Dublin, Island mm-hmm. and this will be the second Ramadan away from home. Besides the fact that they have now. Um, have to do everything on their own. They also have to adapt to their surroundings and new people. So lastly, a lot of Muslims got together, all different cultures combined, and everyone brings something to the table. Now Zainab was a very fussy eater, especially since things he wasn't used to. Coming from a family that cooked a feast on an Eid day mm-hmm. or even a Ramadan to food that wasn't to her liking or quite bland, made them ex- Yes. I think they were not ready for that challenge. So they decided to spend the next Ramadan, this Eid ramadan back at home, inshallah. Mm. Now, thoughtful food choices, according to her simple foods, um, will be like Nando's inspired chicken, roast steak, Hong Kong chicken, masala chops, crumb chops, crumb chicken, pizzas, etc., and keeping some things ready made in the freezer like your normal savouries, as well as preparing meals halfway. Mm-hmm. They can be heated up and potatoes added later. Also making fillings in bulk and freezing it in smaller containers so that most of these things can be air fried. And also making rice in the microwave rice cooker saves a lot of time. Yes.
0: And preparing in bulk and freezing it makes life easy, especially for the working kids. Mhm. Now, Auntie, you know what I mentioned uh, your daughter is gone to at a settled now in Dublin. It must be a challenge for for them to get like halal meats and chickens, spices. Does she come and take it from you like a uh, spices and things like that? What about the um meat and chickens, things like that? Meat and chicken is
2: not it's not bad. It's it's okay. Dublin has got a very big Muslim community. So, okay, do stuff, mm-hmm. it's not like home. They won't get our sausages and our bolognese. They mm-hmm. miss those things. Yes. But normal meat and chicken and that they get, only they don't have nice spices. Mm-hmm. So, somebody okay. went up recently and I, I sent quite a few spices. So, he'll come back home and come buy spices from
0: us. Okay. So, African spices are the best. Are the I best, think. absolutely, you can say it again, yes. Even the sources we get you basically are the yes. best, yes. Exactly. So, alhamdulillah for that, yes. Now, Auntie Maniwana, can you provide some examples of recipes or meal ideas that are not only delicious, but also practical for children managing their own Ramadan routine, especially you find out this year now Varsity has opened up its first-year students. So, mums get a bit stressed mm. get a bit, you know, anxious. You know what, I'm not going to prepare for my child, or for so-and-so that's gone away from home, it's the first around away from home, how are they going to manage to make things hot, you know? So please share with us yeah. ideas on that.
2: Okay. Nowadays, you know, there's just no baraka time. You mm, so can say it again, yes. Easy, to prepare meal, yes. easy to prepare meals can be a blessing. So chicken kebab is always a winner in my home. And making it a day ahead of time makes it even tastier. So was mini garlic vatanans and a creamy garlic sauce. That is awesome. And then saucy grilled steak. The steak can be made a day before the time, marinated, and then when you need it, you just take it out to grill. Crumb chicken, which is also prepared before the time, butter chicken, Nando's chicken, strip maybe with spice rice, stir-fried um, steak, bur- burritos, um, saucy chicken, tacos, quesadillas. Those are what the young people all love. Even mini pizzas, And just pop it in the oven. Now, um, by us, we make like a big pot of soup, maybe lamb and veggie soup. Mm -hmm. Pull it in containers, freeze it, and then send that to them. Crumb chop, leftover filling, or curry that can be made into savory bread. Now, that is very nice because you roll out the bread, add the filling in the center, add cheese, close it like an envelope, seal it at the edges. Dup it in egg or a thin layer, flour layer, and then dip it in breadcrumbs. You know, you just shallow fry that. It's very easy and very nice to make. And also, munch puri, you make the filling ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like just a samosa, munch filling. Add egg to it, make it into little balls, ping ping pong-sized balls. Freeze it, and then just take it out when you need it. And um, chicken lagan. Chicken lagan is very nice to make also with all the chicken and bologna and, you know, onion and whatever in the egg. That you, but that is something that you have to prepare on the day. And then for the sweet tooth, you make some twist twisties, cooked sisters. Those can be frozen very well, mm-hmm. even mini donut balls. And it can just be taken out and sugared, you know, with coconut. Mm-hmm.
0: And the mini donut balls, you can just make the pastry cream and fold that. Need it. I think that what every, you said about the doughnuts to be put in the sugar, the co-sisters, the cream to be, yes. I think that we leave it for the females. The boys just want something quick and easy, <laughs> just to eat yes. and eat, you know, yes. yes. They don't want to sit and do all those other things, you know. No, really yes. the boys. Now, Auntie Minuta, you've got some lovely ideas, you know, I always view your Facebook page every day. You know, you make a whole lot of dishes. No. So how do, you, how, how do you plan your day in making so much of dishes all at once? I don't plan. I
2: don't plan. I just randomly now wake up today and after now use my brains because I've got six children to ask what they're feeling for. Mm-hmm. Okay, Zainab is gone and Rashid lives on his own, but I have a lot to ask. And if I ask, every one of give a different answer, so I just <laughs> randomly make yes. what comes mm-hmm. to mind. Okay, and they're happy with whatever you make, yes? No, they're quite happy. The I youngest know. one is very intuitive,
0: but she just has to make do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I suppose we can't please everybody all the time, you know. And would can no, be fussy either, you know. Yes. And um, Auntie Minoru, we're going to share with you, we're going to share the recipe later in the program with our listeners. It's quite a bit of a lengthy recipe. So between Sikhi yeah. and I, we're going to do that. Now, uh, yes, also another question I want to ask you is, what are some of the storage ideas you can share when sending food for children, especially boys living away from home? Okay,
2: now, um, storage ideas. Like, I would, pack, I would pack things in, a, a special things that leak into an ice cream container, mm-hmm. you know that is what our Indian mothers do, yeah. manau. that's what we love to do, mm-hmm. the ice cream container is the best, other food stuff is best, fold in foil, like if you're going to make um, lasagnas or curries or any food that has to be rehe- reheated in the oven, put it in a foil container with a lid. And then seal it. That seals well and it travels well as well. Or you can use a good quality Ziploc packet. Pull stuff in there, close it up, and just seal it with cling wrap when you send it. Then that also saves a lot of space. Mm-hmm. Or you get a stack-up containers that yes. you can just yes. pull up and stack up. That's also easy to store. Now all this, this can be just warmed in the oven, microwave, or the air fryer.
0: Okay, and then uh, finally, Auntie Monora, Auntie what is the one food that you must have during Ramadan?
2: Okay, first of all, I must make a big pot of lamb and veggie soup. Then I put it in smaller containers and freeze what I'm not going to use for the week. Mm-hmm. And then some very nice savouries and chutneys, obviously, must go with the savouries. And then must have weekly is like or chicken pie, the big one with a short-crust of like pastry, mm-hmm. um, hot-crumb chicken strips with french fries, Nando strips spicy rice, um, steak tacos, as well as the mints that I mentioned earlier for my mm-hmm. um pours, must have, you know, um, they used to call it the, um, what was it, chana puri. Yes, yes. The day. Mm-hmm. But I will just might call it mints because I got no chana darling there. I make my chicken mince. I add the egg in there, make it into the bowl, and the day when I need it, I make the fresh dough and just fill it up and fry it. I thought it is
0: absolutely divine coming out of that freezer. Lovely, lovely, lovely. And uh, what about the sweet items? You know, the the Cape Malays have the different varieties of the traditional sweet items that you have, like your bolas and things like that. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Now, like I mentioned, the Cook Sisters and the Twisties, um, the donuts, donut balls, those are things that they will eat in my home. Hmm. They're not going to eat, or or they love a simple dessert. Nothing fancy maybe be firmy. Mm-hmm. Nothing fancy in, in my
0: house. Okay, because lovely. But enjoyable. ma? It but enjoyable, enjoyable indeed. Yes, it's certainly. Yes. And, yes. Yes. Auntie Munawara, please share with us your Instagram page and your Facebook creators for the for the listeners, please.
2: Okay. My Instagram page is Munawara.be um, And my Facebook page it's under Munawara Muhammad,
0: Munawara Nauri Muhammad Pamji. Mm-hmm. Okay, Timunu jazakala khair for you know, coming on air and taking your time out from your busy cooking schedule and sharing with uh-huh. us some lovely information. Ma'adilah, grant you lots and lots of barakah khair, grant you ease and strength and comfort amen. and accept amen. all your duas. Amen,
2: tommah, amen. Jazakala khair was a, It was a pleasure,
0: jazakala, for having me. As-salamu alaykum. wa as Wa rahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Munawara, Muhammad Pamji, all the way from PE. And uh, you can follow her on Instagram page at munawara, M-O-N-O-W-A-R-A dot B. Munawara at M-O-N-O-W-A-R-A dot B. And her Facebook page is Manowara Nuri Muhammad Pamji. Lovely recipe. She's got like daily, you know, she makes like a whole feast. Different type, from chicken to steak to rice to... Whatever you can name it, you know, even her Ramadan uh, savouries, she got a whole lot of things and she bakes and she cooks. I think she got a passion for cooking and baking indeed. So, Jazakallah for a lovely interview until Manoharai as well. And later on in the program, we're going to be sharing with you a lovely recipe that's the chicken kebabs with cre- creamy garlic sauce and garlic patenans. It's a bit of a lengthy recipe. And um, yes, share with us your different types of uh, savouries you make using yeast dough. Also so we also welcome your cooking baking questions or concerns well let's go for a short break uh, coming up after the break um Let's go for a quick short break. Uh, a sauna update with Sister Anissa Itzak. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back. Well, before the break, we had an interview, a lovely interview, with Sister Munawara Muhammad Pamji. You can follow her on her Instagram page. It's Munawara, M-O-N-O-W-A-R-A dot B. Munawara B. And she's also on Facebook, Munawara Nuri Mohammed Pamji. A lovely interview. Okay, let's go to our cooking segment now i think it's basically perfect ideal weather for yeast savouries
1: so it's basically perfect weather for anything um yeast related and just listening to our lovely guest you know um ramadan is that time also of the year where you feel for all sweet things right and i mean if you look at it ramadan is going into winter so, it's going to be a little more difficult for your yeast items to rise, etc. So, this is the perfect time you can also make your co and your twisted doughnuts and all of that with the yeast. Fry them and put them into the freezer as well, apa. Throw it out and syrup it.
0: Yes. To be fresh. And then... I haven't tried it. So, growing... Sisters, I haven't tried freezing it, no. So, growing up, I...
1: I was a child that loved kusistas, like, beyond. I can eat kusistas every day for you. And because I, that's how my, like, I was kusista crazy. That was the only way my mother could, like, you know, work and still accommodate me with kusistas. She used to make the dough. She'd um, let it proof. She'd shape it, let it rip uh, proof, fry it. Once it's cool, put it in packets and put them in the freezer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When you want, you just take them out. After uh, about half an hour of in, uh, room temperature, you can syrup it. Otherwise, you pop it into the microwave a little bit for a few seconds, and then you you, uh, you um, syrup it divine. Lovely, nice to try that out as well So, back to the yeast dough recipes Right, uh, not recipes uh, Talking about yeast dough So this is the perfect time to be making All your yeast doughs, your Arabic doughs Etc, filling your Surprise buns um, Making breads Or bread rolls, etc Like uh, our guest also said But then obviously making it from scratch Is the perfect time right now Because your your, your temperatures Are so um, high, that you can actually get done with a lot of work in very little time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait for at least an hour or 45 minutes for your dough to prove. After 15 minutes, your dough is proven. Then you can um, you can follow your steps thereafter. Um, there's lots of different types of yeast doughs that uh, there are. But uh, whichever ones that you like and you like to use, that is your preference. Um, some tips on on our yeast doughs and stuff. So always you'll notice yeast dough has a bit of sugar in it, right? And also we have a little salt in mm-hmm. our doughs, right? When you're adding your your yeast um, to your mixture, always separate the, the salt from the yeast because salt kills yeast. Add your sugar with your warm liquid to your yeast and allow it to ferment for about four to five minutes. Even though you're using dry yeast? Even though you're using dry yeast, in that way, first of all, you'll ensure that your yeast is fresh, it's not dead. So you're not wasting ingredients, right? Number two is sugar feeds yeast. Yeast is a bacteria and it needs needs moisture, it needs uh, heat and it needs food. To, to, to grow. So when we say to grow, it means fermenting. So your sugar is your food to feed it because it likes sweetness. If you notice, also us as, as, as females, when we contract um, yeast infections, etc., yes. you tend to want more sweet. Mm-hmm. Because why? The bacteria in our body needs food. So mm-hmm. your body now craves sugar or cold drinks or sweets or chocolate junk food because it needs to feed the infection. Mm-hmm. So, in the same way, yeast is actually heast in actual fact is just bacteria right healthy bacteria and in the sugar is there to feed it the warm liquid is there to give it the moisture and then the heat is there to uh, activate it so you'll notice um anything that's given heat gets activated anything that gets cold dies off mm-hmm. so we add the warm liquid to activate and then we keep it in we will we, we like leave it in the sun or whatever for a few minutes to um activate the yeast and then you can add this mixture uh, to your dry ingredients and in that way you'll ensure that your yeast is fresh you know your dough is going to rise and that you're going to
0: give a lovely fluffy light and airy dough you know the one dough that works very really well for me is the uh Arabic dough.
1: Yes, it's a dough that many love and many stick by and it's very versatile because you can use it in uh, many forms and, and ways and it's really enjoyed and it's easy, very few ingredients and also
0: um, very versatile. Very versatile. Very light, very fluffy. What's different about that dough? It's got baking powder in plus yeast and clump powder as well. The clump
1: powder really makes a difference to the, the Arabic klim dough. Clump on Esprit.
0: And it also makes such a difference to the roti dough. I haven't ever tried clump rotis on Esprit I haven't tried it. Some people put cremora in there, over, but I haven't tried it out. So I've tried the the clum powder
1: one. I, I just find it makes everything so much more richer, fluffier, softer for some reason. Not for some reason. It's because it's it's basically uh, dehydrated milk. Even in your pool, you can put a bit of clum on it. Right. So it's like basically adding more milk than water, and milk is
0: more luxury, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think most of the sisters out there are probably using the instant yeast packets. They don't put it into the warm water, like how you say you have to just um, get it uh, activated. activated. So
1: we feel that we don't have to activate it because yeah. we're using the dry yeast, right? Um, I So you do find wet yeast. Uh you find them in your checkers and pick and paste stores, right? But I don't like the taste of uh wet yeast mm. in, in, in in into your um
0: items. It has that very yeasty fermented smell in taste. I think uh if we look at those ladies that uh make those fat cakes yes you know and uh shame they really work hard you know I, i'll say that with the omas or the mamas uh they go more to, to the schools and right. industrial areas so i think they make their fat cakes with yeast with fresh yeast okay so you do get them even um
1: certain bakery sell it, right um but I personally
0: don't like the taste and the smell. I've it never used yeast, an right? And i have got a question on that, This one said. What was the weight of a cake of yeast, and where do you get it from? A cake of yeast. So you get them in,
1: like I said. I'm, I'm not sure, here in lands if they store them, but I know out of lands you find them in pick and pays, in checkers, etc. Right? Um, I, I know also certain bakeries do sell, but. I, I can't. I can't tell you exactly where. I'm not sure. I haven't used it in a while. I also my go-to is dry yeast, right? Um, a, a cake. A, a cake of he, fresh yeast is plus minus. I think 15 grams. 15 grams. Right? square piece. Yes, and a packer of dry yeast is ten. Ten grams. grams right, yes. but. Um, it doesn't work the same. So if mm-hmm. you're saying uh the recipe calls for te- uh, a teaspoon of dry yeast, it's not gonna be a teaspoon of wet yeast, you're going to
0: have to work out the conversion on Google. Okay. Then uh, okay, let's talk okay let's, let's, let's just talk more about uh moon's dough, you know, I want to talk about moons dough. Um you know what other savouries can you make with moon dough besides moons dough?
1: Okay, so last week, I we said we are going to share with our listeners the lovely Palauni Puri um, idea. And it's not something that I've made or I've had, but that's something that you make and enjoy. And I feel it at yeah. a
0: function last week. I tasted it. It was very tasty. And um, I said I'm going to make it. I'm definitely going to make it. It's one of my. I'm going to know my list for my Ramadan. Say inshallah. We always say inshallah, you know. Okay. So basically, um, Abba, just give us a little rundown what the, the paloni puri is. It's made with a moon dough, and then you roll it out, press it with a nice cutter, flour cutter, and you can put some of chutney, paloni, and you can put uh, cheese on top, and then chutney again. You take an, another piece of your cut, your dough is rolled out and put it on top, seal it up, and you can tap it into your egg and your crumbs.
1: Okay, so that is one option that you can use your moon dough for. The second option is obviously all your different variations of moons that you would like to make. Um, Also, you know... um, so you can do your chicken filling, your, your your steak filling, your vegetable filling, your jalapeno filling, whatever in your moon in your moon shape. Then also, um, Mendo's. A few of our guests spoke about it last year and shared it with us. And I know um, Chef Hamza, when we had him on our last interview, he was raving about them. It was his current trend at Mm -hmm. that time. Um, So mandos are also stuff that you can use your Mundo with and add a lovely filling, give it a different shape, and you have another savory to your variety. Apart from that, you can also take your mundo and you can make pockets with it. Yes, I uh, Basically it. like your poloni, mm-hmm. uh, puri, what you call it. You can just make your normal pockets where you have squares or circles with different other fillings in it. And then you just seal in the sides. You don't have to crumb the mundo. You can, if you'd like, it's up to you. And so I see a lot of people are, you know, people come up with the most um weirdness of creations i'd say right um so i don't know if i sent it to you over the last week or after last week's show one uh it was on social media where um one of the influencers of these food bloggers the lady um she to, to differentiate the differences between all the different samosas, she crumbed her crumbs all different colors. Yes, I see. And that. then she crumbed the corners yes, of the I samosas only, not mm-hmm. the whole samosa like jalapeno. She just dipped the points in her lay or her egg, and then she crammed that. So you can also make, uh, you can you can you can do that with your with your with your moon dough. You can crumb half a moon and leave the other half plain, you can crumb the whole thing, you can leave the whole thing plain, you can have your different colors, you can just have your two ends to have, um, to distinguish the different fillings, entirely up to you, and I just, like I always say, cooking and baking, there's no limitation, the sky's the limit.
0: Absolutely, yes. Okay, this is to say, what doughs can we use Arabic dough for?
1: So yeah. you can use your Arabic toast for you can make pitas, you can make surprise buns, you can make shawmas, you can make rolls, you can make um, mini pitas, you can uh, make flatbreads like
0: naans.
1: Um,
0: apa what else can you do? Basically anything your calzones, your uh, pizzas, uh, your p- pizzas, your pitas, anything you can use it for. It's it's just so nice. You can even just fry it put it in a towel fry it like pitas, You can even fry it like fat cakes. You can put the filling in there. And it's just so, so, so nice and soft. You know, it, it doesn't even take five minutes to raise. It's so hot. But you must when you're making it, make sure your hands are but oily. Give it a good um, knead. Put it into your Tupperware container, oil it and put the load on I think, you know, you can even five minutes you could do something else or something just put up a pot of food or whatever right. before you know it just leave it to the stove it'll be your lid will already pop it's so so quick and it's such a lovely dough it's such a lovely dough and the recipe is on our website yes yes I see. Okay. then uh this listener says the fresh is you should get is 10 grams just like a love for that okay then a listener wanted to know is um let me just go back to that one Okay, any suggestions on how to use short-crust pastry? Good question. So, um, to use your short-crust
1: pastry, you can make lemon meringue tarts, you can make peppermint tarts, you can make any tart, basically. You can make any pie base that's um, savory or sweet. Um, Remember, short-crust pastry, the only thing is it's the basket type. Dough. It's the basket type um, pastry, so you're not getting that flaky layers of um, loose, fluffy, airy um, dough. That's the difference. You can make lovely um, blueberry blueberry pies. You can make apple pies. pies ca- Caramelise your apples with um, you know your brown sugar, etc. Lay it in the bake it. Um, you can make. Uh, little uh, tartlet casings and then you can freeze those tartlet casings right and then when say last minute you have I don't know you have a function or you have unexpected guess you can just whip up some um, cheesecake filling pipe it in there uh, lemon meringue filling lemon curd um, you can do um, you can Use the short-crust pastries. You can put lovely salad in it after it's baked and serve it in wow your gas. You can fill it with some lovely guacamole and salmon slices, um, some cream cheese. Um, you can make little uh, basket sticks like uh, shortbread baskets, and you can use it uh, with
0: a lovely cream cheese top. Um, it's endless. That sounds lovely. Okay, this listen, says Please explain, how do you make mandos? You mentioned that Chef Humza made. Okay, so basically, mandos are your... They look like
1: little Chinese cookies. Um, so it's um, it's your dusk, um, and then you put in your filling, and then you... Uh, sorry, it's not... Yes, it's around round... You cut, you cut in a circle, you put in your filling in the one half like you would do a moon, right, then you closing it, but you're not leaving it into a moon, you pinching the two ends yes. together yes. and closing
0: it so it looks like a little Chinese fortune cookie okay. Okay, let's go to this listener, this listener that says, JazakAllah for the lovely program and recipes. I, however, feel that coming in different colors, making so many savouries for Ramadan, is time-consuming and too expensive. I agree with you, sister. I agree with you. You know, I think, you know, we need to think about there's sort of poor people out there. Think about our bathroom in Karzai as well. And uh, also, So I think, you know, I think we need to give our Ramadan things like simple, 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 simple. Because you know, we really want to make so much, but at the end of the day, how much do you really eat? How much do you really eat, you know? Okay, next message. Inshallah, all is well. Use the moon dough to make cutlets. Roll out thicker than for moons, round. For moons, cut round. Place cooked mints or roll. Let me go back again. Okay, roll out thicker then for moons. Cut round. Place cooked moons or filling in center. Close up, pulling sides together. Seal well. shaped up in flour, egg, and bread crumbs. Can use samosa moons with grated boiled egg as a filling. That's nice. Okay, and then uh, she said, "Should we crumb the moons?" It's a mando's? Yes, you can crumb it. Okay, and then somebody gave a lovely recipe, a kajur chutney recipe as well. She's for their sister. Okay, we don't have much time before we actually wrap up today's program, and it's a lengthy recipe. So I'm going to start with the first part, the kebab, okay? We're actually sharing with you a chicken kebab with creamy garlic and lemon butter sauce and mini garlic butter nuns. So I'm going to start with the chicken kebab, then we can go on to the next recipe. For the chicken kebabs, you will be requiring one kilogram of chicken fillets minced, washed and drained well for a few hours. Then a third each of green, yellow, red peppers grated. The water must be squeezed out a bit. One small grated tomato, two onions grated. Squeeze some of the water out. A half a bunch of green dunya, that's chopped. Then salt to taste two tablespoons of crushed green chilies, again to taste, one tablespoon of crushed garlic, a heaped teaspoon of red ginger garlic masala, a teaspoon of ground dunya, a teaspoon of ground chiru, a teaspoon of black pepper, then a teaspoon of rombo rossi, that's aminas, I think that's a spice, then a teaspoon of barbecue spice, a teaspoon of Portuguese piri piri spice, a teaspoon of rustic garlic and herb spice a teaspoon of piri piri spice then three slices of bread, toast toasted slightly if it's too fresh, soak in water and squeeze out and then one egg and a cup of breadcrumbs so uh, mix above well and leave it for a few hours or overnight in the fridge is best in the fridge to marinate well and she said she leaves it a day or two before making the kebabs. Keep a dish of water handy as to wet your hands for molding, making it easy. Shape the kebabs in an, into an oval logs or rounds. Freeze for a few minutes to firm if it's too, if it's about too soft as well. She says you can um, freeze that, but f- keep in mind, she says you can also fry in hot oil or shallow oil. For a few minutes Then turn it around and fry for another 2 minutes Take it out with a slotted spoon And drain excess oil on toweling paper And you arrange your kebabs In a Pyrex Okay, okay so you can do the next part of the recipe Okay, so the
1: next part Is your creamy garlic butter sauce It's not so lengthy It consists of 2 tablespoons of butter That's 2 tablespoons of butter 125 ml of fresh cream 125 ml of fresh cream, 1 tablespoon of mayonnaise, 1 tablespoon of mayonnaise, salt and pepper to taste, a dash of aromat, a dash of Cajun spice, quarter teaspoon green chilies, and quarter teaspoon of garlic, the juice of a lime or half a lemon. Add everything into a saucepan, bring it to a boil then add one level teaspoon of mazina mixed with a little milk to the mixture. When it comes to a boil stir it all the time until it continues boiling and then take it off the heat. Pour this over the kebabs, place in a pyrex in a hot oven for about five minutes before serving.
0: Okay that's lovely and the ingredients for the pita you will require five cups of cake flour, for the pita, it's a five cups cake flour, two teaspoons baking powder, two tablespoons sugar, a teaspoon of salt, one packet instant dry yeast, then five tablespoons cremora milk powder or any other brand of milk powder. Then 3 tablespoons butter melted, some lukewarm water and milk, is 1 cup milk. Now you sift the dry ingredients, add the sugar and dry yeast, add the liquid and knead it for about 10 minutes into a soft and elastic dough, place it in an oiled bowl, cover with cling wrap and it dries in a warm place for about half an hour on, or until doubled its size, and you can knock down and make 20 balls depending on the size you want to make. Roll it out into thickish dust, Close, cover loosely with cling film, Let it raise for about 30 minutes, then grate on a medium-low heat. Spread garlic butter and cook until light brown. Then for the garlic butter, it's butter, garlic, rustic garlic and herb spice, and some fresh and dried parsley. You mix it well, and you put it onto your uh garlic naans. The recipe is on our website, go to radioislam.co.za. If you don't have access to the internet, call Sister Rukaya on zero double one eight five four seven zero double two. She will clearly assist you. Okay, the sister has sent in a lot of recipes. So I actually have taken your number from the tablet here. In China, I will contact you for the recipes and I will share it on in our in our upcoming programs inshallah. So this sister says, what dishes can we use Cajun spice? What difference does it improve in dishes, Cajun spice?
1: So, personally, Cajun Spice can be used in everything from your steaks to your chicken. Um, It's just up to you. Uh, You can make lovely sauces with it. Um, It's just a mixture of herbs and spices. Um, It adds a bit more of that Portuguese influence than your normal, um, you know, your normal Indian masala taste to your food. Um, You can just add it also to your salt and pepper recipes, it adds a lovely touch it doesn't have any distinguished flavor it just has i don't know how to describe the so. you can just use anything
0: anything chicken steaks whatever filling you want to put up
1: also sometimes you know with your veggies Um, You can throw in your barbecue spice, some chicken spice, some Cajun spice with your aromat, your lemon pepper, etc. Mix it in the oils nicely with
0: some of the herbs. Toss it over your vegetables and roast it lovely. Okay, that's where we do it for today, dear listeners. It's our our lovely guest from PE, Sister Munawara, Muhammad Pamji, our producer, Mumtaz. Dear Zakia, to our engineer, to all your lovely listeners, for all the lovely do'as and WhatsApp messages, always to remember us, the Marhomein on all our bathroom in Kazayna, in in your du'as as well. From me, Amara and Zakia, inshallah, you will be back with you next week with a lovely guest, a lovely topic. From us, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wa barakatuh.